Hey, hey everyone. everyone. <laughs> this is Sophie Henschel and Paige Zadu. And welcome to Oh How Euphoric, where we are breaking down all the episodes of Euphoria, talking about the rumors, talking about the conspiracy theories, and just everything revolving around it. Usually we'll have our other co-host Elise Madden to join us. She couldn't today, but she will be here for next week's episode. Um, before we get into it, we just want to lay down that kind of a trigger warning. Um, this show has a lot to do with drugs, with mental health, with sexuality, um, and just topics like that. I'm probably forgetting a couple, but it deals with very sensitive topics that we're going to be talking about. So we just want to put a warning that if any of those things could even possibly trigger you to please skip out. Yeah, just not listen or um, I guess just proceed with caution. The show in general can be triggering. So we wanted to just give that warning, but enjoy. So first we're going to start out just like kind of summarizing the first three episodes, giving our thoughts, breaking it down. And then we're going to kind of dive into the fourth episode, which is the most recent one that came out this past Sunday. Yeah. Do you want to start with the summary? Perfect. So this is season two, episode one. It's the first season of the second series. We learn about Fesco's childhood. He was beaten by his father, and then his grandma took him in, who ended up shooting his father in the legs and got put into the drug business. Fesco got put into the drug business at a very early age. His grandma then becomes a vegetable, He gets head damage, and he's forced to raise his little brother, Ash. Next scene came where Fez and Ash have a drug deal that goes bad, but then they even meet bigger suppliers who kidnap Rue and the girl they were with to check for wiretaps. Then it cuts to the New Year's Eve party where Fez and Lexi hit it off, and while this is happening, Nate picks up Cassie at the gas station, and they end up getting together (laughs) in the bathroom. But where Maddie, Nate's ex-girlfriend slash kind of girlfriend, it's a very toxic relationship, she then walks into the bathroom and it's the iconic bathtub scene where she's Cassie's hiding and it's we all we've all seen it. And Cassie and McKay then have a deep talk about her abortion from the previous season that we see, and she ends up spilling that she hooked up with someone else, and then McKay storms out. As for Ruby Jules, we learn that Jules is actually the daughter of an alcoholic and that she's struggling big time with her mental health which causes her to break down and get on a train to visit friends and rue stays back that night rue relapses and has been on drugs since jules left but now jules is back they reunite at this party where everything is going well except for the fact that rue has found a new drug buddy elliot who she refers to as her favorite person ever beginning a love triangle fez also (laughs) ends up beating nate jacobs up and basically, we just see him getting his face smashed into. Yeah, so Fez ends up beating up Nate at this party because um, I think that it was because Rue had um, gotten upset and told Fez about it and asked yeah. him to basically, like, scare Nate off. Um, and that he did. And I feel like there was another reason, but I can't think of it, so. I think he was just, like, wouldn't leave Jules and Rue alone and Fez, I don't know. Yeah, something happened, but... He ends up beating up Nate, which kind of makes Lexi question things. But anyway, so our overall thoughts on this episode. Um, okay, do we think Fezco's childhood lined up with how like his character is now? I totally think it does. Absolutely. Like and, the backstory makes so much sense. Yeah, and I think that it's like a crazy backstory, but I think that like like you would never guess it right off the bat, but like it 
makes so much sense. Well, and when you meet his character, it's bizarre. Like, him and his little brother are drug dealers. Yeah, and I almost like, thought it was a joke that his right, little brother like was, like... Like, it's so weird. So it's not even that weird, honestly, that his backstory is, like, the whole grandma thing and mm-hmm. all of that. Like, that all ends up making sense. Yeah, I thought that all made so much sense, too. Um, okay, what do we think about Fez and Lexi? Oh my god, they're so cute. I think it's adorable. I think it's, like, he's the type of guy who would, like, their relationship is the he quits all the bad things to be with her. Yes. I think that that's, like, what it looks like it's setting up as at the first right. episode. And I also think it's kind of one of those where, like, they're both so, like, giddy around each other. And, like, it's, it's clearly very, awkward. Yes. It's very, like, like, the seventh grade awkward, yeah. like, feelings for each Which other. Which is weird because they're, like, she's kind of that way, but, like, he's so not. No, so it, like, no. makes, it's, like, obvious that he has such feelings for her. Right. Because he gets that way. Totally. And I feel like they both end up, like, switching up a little bit. I don't know. Okay, so the Nate Cassie Maddie situation, so bad. like all, it's just, I don't even know. Like, well, and then like just later on, like we'll talk about that as that progresses. Yeah. I just didn't think. I just was. I think I was so surprised least, Maddie didn't find out in the bathroom. Like, yeah, that like, was how bizarre. in the world. And I think all the memes about like her hiding in the bathroom are hilarious. So funny, and Maddie with like her hands on the door, like yeah. all of those, so good. Like it definitely like made for some good. Well, and then it was just very drama-y because, like, Nate's close with McKay. Yeah, and then he does that, like, weird thing to McKay yeah, at the party like, where in he, the like, starts pressuring him. It was, like, stuff. hovering over him, and it's super weird. Yeah. So I think it definitely was, like, unexpected. Very unexpected. And, like, a little bit uncomfortable. And we'll get into, like, later there's, like, a parallel. Yeah. That I think is interesting, but that comes in another episode. Yeah, because they don't foreshadow in the first season, Nate and Cassie, like, no, at all. It's so it was so very unexpected. out of the blue. Um, do we think Cassie and McKay are officially over? I think so. I think so, too. I just don't think his character's all that significant to the plot. No, it's really not. And It was significant in season one. Right, when they were together. But once she gets the abortion, they kind of start, like, parting ways. Totally. And then she obviously matters still, but he doesn't really. Exactly. So, like, I think they're gonna, like, flush, like, kind of push him out. Yeah, I agree. But I don't think, I don't think there's really a reason to i don't think they ever really like loved each other so i don't really think yeah, there's much either. drawing them together anymore yeah especially now that they're like we're broken up totally agree um okay thoughts on rue and jules at this point um are we liking that they're together and is this elliot character like giving us any bad vibes because elliot i feel like it's like the devil on your shoulder yeah because he also like something that i read something about was that he is like Rue sees him as a good and bad influence, I think, because, yeah. like, he does drugs, but he can handle them, and he can do them in moderation. Right. But that's the thing. And, like, it doesn't make it okay, him. but, like, he, like, isn't gonna just, like, OD. Like, right, because they're very polar opposites. She's just not built to be able to right. not stay addicted. Totally agree. He can, he'll be fine, but she yeah. can't. Right. So I think, I don't know, that's where it, it's upsetting. Well, it's also because, like, he knows she's sober, Mm-hmm. And that's what is hard, why you don't fact like him. And the he's, like, enabling her. Right, and, like, wants her to be unclean. Totally agree. But for Rue and Jules, I like them together, I guess. It just yeah. makes sense. Like, and this I, is also, like, at the New Year's Eve party, like, Jules does not know that Rue is using again. Right. And they seem to be, like, good. Right. As for right now. I think they're good when Rue is clean. Yeah. They just have a very, like, un communicative relationship to me totally agree like i don't feel like they're very they have they just have a lot of walls with each other so i Mm -hmm. think it doesn't work so 
it was weird though. It was like a happy moment though. And I liked the, when they zoom out and they're together and you know how he did those like flashing clicks mm-hmm. of every character at the end of the New Year's Eve party. Yeah. Like I like that. Me too. Okay. Awesome. Now for season two, episode two. Next episode, I'll do the summary for this one. So in this episode, um, we start out and Lexi's kind of confused about her feelings for Fez. Um, But as she thinks into her, she's like a very passive character Mm -hmm. and she kind of like evaluates that. She realizes that she wants to change her mindset a bit. So she shows up to Fez's work all like done up and kind of like makes a statement with her outfit and stuff like that. Um, but she is extremely, like, awkward in doing so. Um, but they both end up awkwardly flirting, like, two helpless, like, high school romancers. Um, also in this episode, Kat, who realized in season one her power over, like, weaker men, and that was kind of, like, a big theme for her, Mm -hmm. she's having realizations via fantasies that we see, um, that although she's viewed as dominant, she truly, like, wants to be able to be that, like, passive person in a relationship sometimes. Um... However, her boyfriend is extremely submissive, but she seems to love him too much to care, so we'll see what happens with that. Mm -hmm. Um, Rue continues to fight through her relapse, realizing Elliot may not be the healthiest person for her to be around, but she still, like, really likes him. He's a fun guy, so she keeps him around. Her sponsor, Ali, um, continues to help her the best he can and even kind of hits it off when she introduces him to her mom. So that was kind of an interesting little peace but the question is would that affect his helping rue so that's kind of right eh. uh nate cassie and maddie are a big love triangle and cassie's getting more attached than ever the toxicity with that little love triangle is very much amping up um finally near the end of the episode nate confronts his father um about his relations with jules in the past which maddie has on tape for potential blackmail which is kind of a big issue in subplot um thoughts on this how are we feeling about fez and lexi i'm still liking them same i think i always will yeah i just wish they'd progress more yeah like it's just kind of, it's very slow episode one and episode two like gave us the same exact vibes yes like fez nothing changed like, nothing really progressed for them nothing like no. it's not like they went out on some new date or something like no it was the same like awkward giggly stuff which is still super right. cute but like and I definitely think it is cool to see that because the show is so dark and toxic mm-hmm. and intense. So seeing that, like, it's nice innocent, have something... Right. So sure. I guess in a good way, it's kind of nice that it's slow because it just is, like, Agreed. wholesome. Because it can, like, the show in general can be, like, difficult to watch. Totally. And it can be, like, it's just triggering. A, it's a lot to be, like, take in. intense to take in and stuff. And so I think that their relationship is, like, a good little... Barrier to keep right. it calm. Totally agree. What do we think about Kat and her boyfriend? Do we think they're going to work out based on the fantasy she had? I think that they'll, like, work out for a while, but I feel like it'll be one of those relationships where, like, oh, like, it's kind of like, he's alright, so I'm with him. It's It's not gonna work out super long term, but I think it's convenient and cute, and, like, she has someone, so she's happy. Right, and I think she feels bad, too, so that plays a part, like, of staying with him. But I think she'll have, I think she'll have this, like, coming-of-age awakening where she's, like, finally comfortable with herself and confident, and then we'll probably break up with him, but... We'll see how that pans out. Yeah. Do we think Rue's going to make it through her relapse? And if so, who will be her biggest support? I think, like, based on, like, this episode, it looks like she's... It's kind of, like, just 50-50. Like, Mm -hmm. she's clearly doing drugs, but she hasn't, like, 
OD'd. She hasn't, like, gone absolutely crazy. And it's mostly, like, with Elliot. And, like, half the time, like, Jules is around. And so, like, it doesn't... I don't really have, like, a great answer for that one, I guess. I know. That one's hard because I agree. I think it's 50-50. I also think she's the type of person that needs, like, rude awakenings in order to break her habits. But I would have thought, like, her overdosing, as we see in the first season, would have gotten woken her up. But I think it's just going to be, like... This time, everything's going to be on the line for her. Right. I don't think it's going to be her just being like, oh, I probably should get clean. Yeah. So I think it'll be a long time coming. Yeah. I think it'll be a long time coming, and I think it'll be a rude awakening if she does get clean. Yeah. And I think, like, I hope her family plays a big part in it. That's why I hope it's, like, her support system. Yeah. Because they seem to have, like, obviously, they're going to have the most genuine intentions for her. Yeah. Okay. We're going to skip number four because I bring it up later, and it makes more sense later. Okay. So five... Yeah, so both Ali and Marsha, the girl working at the diner, um, tell Rue that they both had to be, they were both recovered addicts, and they told her that they both had to be single to get clean, which makes some believe that Rue and Jules might not last, especially because Rue's in relapse. I completely agree with that. I agree too. Like, and that is the number one thing I think in like AA and addicts is like you stay single. Yeah. For as long as you can, or I don't know, there's something with that. Yeah. And I think that goes with the territory too like she had just started getting clean mm-hmm. when she met Jules and they fell in love and got together so I think and she was clean when they were best right and I think that like it like I think that that's just true in terms of like the plot of the show and how we can guess and I also just think that's true like in life like right. it's easier to like grow yourself when you're not with someone else right because you're focusing solely on yourself and not mm-hmm. someone else and i think and that she's like lying to jules when she is right. relapsing well and so that's already the thing is is you can already tell a lot of her drug habits come from being secrety with jules yeah and that and so i think that plays a large part in it too so i think that i just think she needs to be able to focus on herself which is sounds like very stereotypical no but it makes sense and i think that both, like, Ali and Marsha, like, they obviously, like, they went through drug relapses, and, like, right. we get little hints here and there that, like, Ali's was, like, very, very bad, and, yeah. like, he struggled with, like, domestic abuse and stuff like totally. that, where, like, he yep. was the one doing it, and so, right. like, and he recovered himself and said that he needed to just get out of a relationship and fix yeah. himself. Right, because I think her, I think she's a very dependent person, and, but also an independent person, so I think she's finding the wrong things to be depending on. Mm-hmm. And not that Jules is a bad thing to be depending on, but maybe that's not what she needs to be right now. Right, I agree. Okay. Okay, so episode three. Yes, do you want to do the summary or do you want me to? I can do it. Okay. So this begins with a flashback of Cal's, um, Nate's father, and we see that in his high school days, he has a girlfriend, Marcia, and a best friend, Derek. And the things he did with Marsha are very directly parallel to Nate and Cassie's relationship, which is definitely an interesting tie-in that they added. And as for Cal and Derek, we see that one night at a bar, Cal and Derek experiment together, confirming that Cal has always been confused about his sexuality. But the next morning, he sees that Marsha is pregnant and puts his experimenting in secret for good and starts his family. And that's kind of the start of like the double life that we yeah. see later on that he talks about. Um, this episode, Nate and Cassie and Maddie, the love triangle stronger than ever, with Nate and Cassie still meeting together once a week, and Cassie spending all her effort and time looking good for him on the daily, like, needing his attention. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Maddie still holds the tape that exposes Cal's relations with Jules, which she will probably release if she ever finds out what Nate is doing behind her back. And in this episode, Ash also catches Cal outside, kind of 
lurking around him in Fez's mm-hmm. apartment. And he brings him outside at gunpoint, beating him with a gun, and only letting him go when he agrees to make Nate pay back off Rue and Jules for good. Yeah, which is interesting because Ash is, like, 10 years old. It's so bizarre. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I don't know how creative. They were so creative to, like, yeah. put that in there. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lexi is writing a play or has written a play, and it's about a six-year-old girl who lives in the shadow of her sister, which is, like, a direct reflection of her and Cassie, which she doesn't want Cassie to find that out. Kat isn't super interested in Nathan anymore, but she did go to dinner with his parents and makes a really awkward, weird impression on them. Yeah. Rue told Gia she's planning on smoking weed, which sent Gia into a spiral, but Rue gaslit her, of course, into thinking it was a safe choice. What Gia doesn't know is that Rue is actually on hard drugs and is becoming trapped into selling drugs for a woman named Lori, who threatens to sell Rue she doesn't have her payments in time. Jules is still suspicious of Ellie and Rue, however, begins to stro- grow a strong liking for Ellie herself. Finally, Rue shows up to her in a... Narcotics Anonymous. Oh, okay. In a meeting. meeting. Yeah. She shows up high with a the suitcase, right? With that giant mm-hmm. suitcase. Full of drugs. Right. And her sponsor, Ali, notices and tries to help her, but Rue responds in a very backlash, aggressive addict way. That causes him to snap at her, but he calmly walks away before the situation escalates. Yeah, so this was, like, a huge episode to, like, break Very, down. So much happened. Yeah, big time. Um, okay, so what do we think is going to happen with the love triangle, Nate, Caddy, Cassie, and Matt, Maddie? Okay, well, the next episode, like, I I don't know why I thought Nate and Cassie were going to, like, fall in love and have this good... Because in episode two, mm-hmm. he talks about, like he realizes he's in love with her and she's everything he needs but then he ends up treating her together right like they can be okay happy but he ends up treating her really horribly Mm -hmm. but then he also was only treating maddie and he stated this to get the tape back Mm -hmm. so i wonder i don't even i don't know i think he's just super confused i think he's and i think that he like like Honestly, like, I think, like, nature just needs to, like, go to therapy, like, figure out Work his out issues. Work out his daddy like, issues. He's having a lot of issues here, and, like, it is affecting Cassie and Maddie. Right. And I think it's... Maddie is kind of the more, like, innocent one in my eyes. She's still super toxic, yeah, but she, totally. like... And I think she's way more independent and not so yeah. self-reliant Yeah, whereas guys. Cassie is, like, getting up at four in the morning every morning to, like, get ready for him. And just she even just to, like, get a glance yeah. in the hallway from him. Right. It's just, like, much more... Cassie's trying a lot harder, mm-hmm. but is, like, getting a lot less. Um, okay, what, who do we think is going to cause the releasing of the tape? Because so, Maddie has it, and, um, actually, let's answer this after the next one, because okay. the next one makes somebody else come to the play. Okay. Okay. So, there was a scene this episode when, oh, never mind, we'll just answer this after the next question. Okay. <laughs> okay. There was a scene this episode when Cal told Fez about the tape of him and Jules, and Fez responded saying that Nate also loves Jules. Granted, Fez yeah. literally thinks her name is Jewel, so like, that how much does so he know? Funny. But you know, Cal's telling him like, I have this tape with this underage girl, like, and like this other underage girl like has it, like my life could be ruined. Right. And Fez is like, your son's literally in love with the girl, and they're like, the oh, tape. this is weird. Like, and, you're yeah. you got with Jules, and your son's in love with her. Right. And like, Cal's only response was he just said what like he was clearly so oblivious like how right. could Nate they were be in love with this both girl so oblivious because they were talking about very different things yeah so cal had no idea but now realizing that nate has like a lot of secrets his son mm-hmm. do we think nate actually secretly loves jules i don't think so like i i don't know that that whole plot never got 
thoroughly explained. Yeah. So I never understood what it was for. But something that it did make me think of when I was looking into it was, like, season one, Nate, um, basically catfish jewels online. Yeah. And it was to get photos of her for blackmail. Like, that was a whole other thing. But regardless... He put himself behind another name, mm-hmm. but had deep conversations with her. Like, she was in love with this yeah. kid. they, like, it wasn't just... She just know. didn't know his name. Yeah. And so, part of me is, like, was he being, like, very... Even though he knew he just had to manipulate her for the benefit of his father, was part of that, like, actual feelings. I wonder Because he if, had lots of deep talks with her. Right. Like, it was a very emotional connection yeah. present. Like, they seemed to be very in love with each other. He was texting her all the time. Yeah. And so, part of me thought he was kind of, like let me show my love for her until this plays out and I have to, like, blackmail her. I think with Cassie and Maddie, he can't be real with them. Right. And, like, can't be deep and can't get deep with them. And I think with Jules, because she's gone through so much in her lifetime and is very open about being this, like, diverse, changed, growing character. And she's not trying to be, like, a perfect girl. And not, like, superficial. She's very open. Yeah. And so I think in that sense, I think maybe he realized he could get deep with her. Mm -hmm. And she wouldn't be weird about it. She'd be understanding. Totally agree. I think that that could definitely be a subplot. So maybe in its way, it was just to be able to talk to someone. Yeah. And maybe he's in love with... I don't know. I don't know if he'd be in love with her. But, like, I... I don't, the fact I don't know that Fez actually, like, said that. Like, I don't know if I can get behind it. But, like, maybe after another episode or two, if there's, like, some more details, like... Right. I could get behind it. Um, okay, so... Knowing that... Um, what was I... Oh. Who will be the cause of releasing the tape when it inevitably comes out? I think... Because now, Fez... Knows knows that maddie has a tape right. and so he could be like and jules doesn't know that the tapes even exist right so fez could be like oh my gosh like my friends ruin jules like i need to help them and tell them that this tape is out there right i think it could either be fez maybe but fez is so like he's so like melancholy like just that i feel chill. Like it, it wouldn't even cross his mind yeah. i do think that or he'd say it very casually right and it would just slip out yeah you know what i mean too i also think the idea of cast like Maddie releasing it when she finds about Nate and Cassie is very valid. Yeah, I think that's a very real possibility. But I think Nate knows mm-hmm. that if that's a possibility. So I think he's going to probably keep controlling Cassie and mm-hmm. keeping her quiet. Yeah. Until he gets it back. But Yeah. I think it'll either be Fez or Maddie. Yeah. And it would just Fez would I be I don't think Nate's going to get it back, though. I don't think I don't think that's how back. it's going to work out. I think Me it's going to be Fez or Maddie. I'm leaning or towards Maddie, but that seems like the most self-explanatory and yeah. euphoria is not so right that's the most like logic and right euphoria. and like, you can't not by that yeah okay so this is all okay so this is a kind of like deep one but this is just like a conspiracy type thing that i was reading about or like a metaphor i guess so some believe that the scene where jules speeds ahead of elliot on the bike leaving rue to make eye contact with cal who is driving by in his truck um is a metaphor for their relationship mm-hmm. and so basically mm-hmm. Jules, so Jules and Rue are riding bikes. Jules speeds ahead, and that's her like moving on possibly to Elliot. Yeah. And Rue is kind of stuck in the back. She can't really bike that fast, probably because she's high. Right. And 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 she, because she gets left in the back, has to make weird eye contact with Cal, who is obviously a very negative presence. So it's like, is Jules fleeing forward and getting out, and Rue falling back? Because I think Rue is at peace with everything she's done. Yeah. 
and I mean, Jewel, I think Jules is at peace with everything she's done. Right. So I yeah. think her leaving Cal is a metaphor of like, Cal is the symbolism of all the other people in the past yeah. that she's been with. And I think her getting away from that yeah. is definitely a metaphor of her fleeing and yeah. rubing stuff with it. Right. And I think Cal just like is the epitome of like negative energy I and think like totally bleh. And like Rue, like can't even get past that bleh she's trying like, and she can't even keep up with her yeah, so i think it's like it's like up. her drown it's like her drowning yeah literally and is. like there's darkness and like while that like scene could have meant like little to nothing like there are a lot of conspiracies that that was like a whole metaphor yeah which i think i is totally valid. can see that yeah and do we think ali and jules oh, i meant ali and rue sorry <laughs> do we think ali and rue will continue to support each other I think I'm kind of never going to give up on her, though. Yeah. And I think he knows... I think he knows when she's using and when she's not. Mm -hmm. And I think he knows that, like... Because this goes with the territories of alcoholics. They... When they're high or drunk or whatever, that's not who they are. So I think when she was talking to him outside of NA with the suitcase and it was this heated conversation, I think that was... I think he knows that was a place of not realness. I think he knows that she didn't really mean that. Yeah. I think it was just hard because she also is pushing a lot of triggers for him. Um, yeah. And so, like... She sucks. Somebody can only be triggered so many times before they, like, have to get out for themselves. Yeah. But... Yeah, especially after that. she did some, like, low blows She was horrible. Because, like, he, I think, like, opened up to her about his past and the fact that and she, she was, so like... she so used that against and him. And she so was, like, what, are you going to hit me? Like, That's triggering his domestic terrible. abuse stuff. And, like, he calmed down and walked away. But, like, that is enough for someone to snap and i think he in order for him to be healthy he can't be carrying this dead weight with him agreed so i also think something from this episode that like makes me nervous for the future is um this is the episode where she has a suitcase yeah yeah so fez tells her no i'm not gonna sell you five thousand dollars worth of drugs for you to go sell to other people she wants to start selling drugs whatever right um, so she goes to this girl named Lori, and I don't exactly know who Lori is, but drug dealer, whatever. She's another bigger. I think she's ahead of Fez. I yeah. think she's bigger. Something like that. And she says, I'm going to give you this suitcase that's like 10 grand. You're going to sell it. You have whatever, a week, a month. I don't remember. Yeah. And in, I forget if it was a week or a month, but she says, come back for your re-up, which basically means your next, like, suitcase. Suitcase, yeah. So she is basically stuck, and, um... Yeah, okay, so it's by month. So next month, she's going to have to have all of the money paid, and she's going to get her next assignment, basically. So she has herself trapped now in a drug deal, and if she's dealing drugs, she's not going to get clean. I also saw the theory that, like, those drugs were for her, Mm -hmm. and she is going to come back the next month with Mm -hmm. an empty suitcase and no money Yeah, and get demolished because yeah and Lori said like those people if you like don't come with my 10 grand i'm gonna sell you for 10 grand right so she's gonna get sold and to someone which is like that's terrifying it's terrifying but that's how business and the drug deal works yeah and so like going into that route like, i just I'm don't think she i just don't think she knows what she's getting herself into by any means i don't think so either on like a scale like it's scary and like jules knows nothing clueless. about it so absolutely unaware. clueless she's like going around with this like suitcase like i'm like anxious for her family for jewels for everyone when they all find out because Same. like there's just no way rue's gonna make up that money i feel there's like just so many fez is gonna have to step in for something and like pay it for I've, her and somebody, fez definitely will fez will step in to like fix it but like I, which is sad because fez is 
always doing stuff for others. Yeah, he literally is always, since he was little, doing stuff for others. Yep. Okay, so, leading into episode four, the most recent episode. So, this episode begins with Rue fantasizing her and Jules as, like, these great loves in iconic movies. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, Titanic, Ghost, Birth of Venus, like, all these iconic movies. What's weird is that Jules dies in one of these, so that's just questionable yeah as to why that happened but anyways Jules Rue and Elliot hang out together there's a lot of like tension between them an uncomfortable dynamic between the three with Rue and Jules they're both like using Elliot to make the other jealous like yeah like he's the pawn he's the pawn yeah um and she'll like you know Jules will kiss Elliot to make Rue jealous and then Rue will like do something even worse to like make Jules jealous and it's like this little game that they have it's weird it's really weird um so next, Maddie's birthday happens. Um, there's lots of tension between Nate and Maddie and Nate and Cassie because all three of them are at this party for Maddie. Mm-hmm. Um, both girls have flashbacks of their time with him. Maddie's good and happy. Cassie's overwhelming and toxic. Mm-hmm. Cassie ends up having a breakdown at the party, puking in the hot tub Ugh. and making a whole scene. That was disgusting. So gross. Meanwhile, Elliot, Rue, and Jules head to the gas station to steal alcohol when Rue suddenly tells them she wants to leave after Jules gets mad at her for drinking. Um, because, again, Jules does not know that she's not clean. So Rue starts drinking and she's like, what the heck? And Rue's like, whatever, whatever, like, drop me off. Yeah. So they drop her off at the, um, on the side of the road and she walks home. Um, and so Cal, cut into Cal's situation. He is clearly still delirious from Ash beating him in the last episode. And also from, like, he's clearly been drinking, so he's super delirious. But he decides to get in the car, which is identical to Derek's Mm -hmm. from the last episode. It's, like, a white Jeep, and it seems like it's literally the same exact white Jeep. He gets in. Yeah, I think he, like, saved it from all those years. And he drives to the same bar that episode three, the opening scene, took place in, where he experimented with Derek. And he starts, like, slow dancing with this guy there. I think he kisses the guy, but I don't fully remember. Yeah. But he starts, like, imagining that this dude is, like, Derek. And he's like, oh, my gosh, like, I thought I lost you. Like, whatever. Like, he's going crazy. Mm -hmm. But he's having all these realizations about his sexuality, I think. Um, He ends up coming home and confessing literally all of his doings to his wife and his two sons while he's peeing (laughs) all over the foyer. That was the funniest scene. It was so funny, but so shocking. It and was, he oh was, my God. he was confronting his sons and his wife for everything they've ever done wrong. And he was literally telling his sons and his wife, like, all the people he's been with, like, cheating on his everything. mother, like, everything illegal he's done, all the men he's been with, all the minors, like, horrible yeah. things, just, and peeing, and, like, it's, like, this, like, I, And it seems like he doesn't care in the world. Yeah. He's just blurting it all out. It's this horrible breakdown moment. And then finally, Elliot and Jules are close to getting together, but Elliot spills that he and Rue have been doing drugs together since New Year's Eve, and Jules gets super upset about that because she had no idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this was the most recent episode. Yeah. Huge. Big um, stuff. Yeah, I, like, don't even... Okay, so... <laughs> and I don't even know where to start. I don't either, because we did this one a little bit different. Um, okay, so... Where should we start? Should we do characters or in-depth? I don't know. Here. Um, okay, well, let's talk about Maddie's birthday scene. Okay. Like, the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. Because we didn't do, like, specific questions. For so, you. Maddie's birthday, it's the girls, so yeah. Kat, Cassie, Lexi, yeah. BB, all of them. I think it's just, like, 
it's like basically just like Maddie half being with Nate half not their normal toxic thing yeah and Cassie like flaunting around having like a mental breakdown right. trying to make Nate jealous right. like running around in a little swimsuit like yeah getting super drunk like doing all this stuff just to like mess with him and she starts drinking because she opens the door and it's him yeah and she's like oh, and God. she just literally like doesn't even acknowledge her and is like where's Maddie yeah. And then that's when she just goes to, and she just like is drinking, and then we see yeah. her in that room with the balloons. And I feel bad for her. Like I like she's g- I do too. crazy, but she's like, he she's being so so manipulated by this man. And I think she's the girl. She's the type of girl, and like that's why I think I'll always support her because I feel I don't support her with Nate. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Like I she deserves better, but mm-hmm. she just wants to be loved and validated, mm-hmm. and so she looks for it anywhere she can get it and. Mm-hmm any sort of she has bad abandonment issues i think it always from her dad yeah her dad passed away and she has no i just think any attention she gets she sees that like this could potentially be the guy who loves me and shows me love right and nate showed her that in the beginning Mm -hmm. and totally was like oh cast i'm in love with cassie she's the one for me and then just uses her right while being with her best friend it's so messy and like i get like it was gross and everything but i understand why she had her whole breakdown had her whole puking like profusely apologizing and then she pukes as maddie's like have my babies and then it just (laughs) spews everywhere like maddie and nate are being all cute and she just spews in the hot tub and i think it's just like it made her anxious and the alcohol and everything mixed yeah she just i think that's gonna be her moment where she's like i'm not doing this anymore yeah. And then in earlier when her and Nate, her flashback to her and Nate is like they're getting ready to go to bed and mm-hmm. they get in this cute screaming match and she tells him, but I'm crazier. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think was her making warning. her crack. Because yes. like when Nate was like, well, Maddie's crazy. You don't want to be like Maddie. She screams at him and is like, I'm crazier. He's like huge, and, like, crazy eyes. Huge eyes. And, like, she's looks going crazy. crazy. And he's like clearly like gaslighting her. Gaslighting her. Unbelievably. Yeah. Like it's scary yeah and i think that she's just like she's like a weak like just she doesn't she doesn't know how to fend for herself yeah and so he like pries off of that Ugh, i hate that i want that little thruple to like get out same and like fix themselves okay so cal his whole situation so i I I liked i liked the parallel of him going back to the bar Yes. And I and thought like, that that was interesting and like... And the slow dancing and how it wasn't Derek, but it switched back between the actual guy who it was and then Derek. I thought that was good. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like him... Well filmed. like Super well filmed. It was a great scene. And then he talks later on about how he's free. Yeah. And you start to kind of sympathize with him uh-huh. because he has been living this double life because he had to. Mm-hmm. Because he... I also think... This is going to be super off topic. The theory of Marsha purposely getting pregnant Mm. there's that theory and i think he is being he got forced into being a dad really young and happy and he didn't have that time to experiment with his sexuality no and clearly he was in love with his best friend but can never do anything about it and so Mm -hmm. he's that's always gonna stay with him and Mm -hmm. so i think finally i think it doesn't validate any of the oh my god no like sexual he's done horrible things however i think that like while I always say this and I, I forgot how I always word it it's like while there's a reason like even though it's not a valid reason for anything that he's done there's a reason and it's right. interesting to look into like what that reason is totally. even though like 
it doesn't, it's not an excuse, but there is a reason. Right. And he just obviously has a lot of buried issues that are yeah. all coming out. And I think he literally just let Spills all of it out. all out at once. And finally was able to free, just to feel free, like he could be who yeah. he wanted. He told his whole family, clearly. Clearly, yeah. And just left. Mm-hmm. So I'm, it, it, I'm interested to see if he comes back, if he leaves for good, because there's mm-hmm. no way that's, hopefully that's how it pans out, but... That was wild. Because he leaves with a family photo. That's, like, the end. Right. And then something else that we can talk about is, like, the actual ending where Rue is, like, with the priest man. Yeah. And, then and it's, with, like, she's going... She's going back and forth from, like, hugging who I assume is her father. Yeah, Talking it to is. him. Yeah. Back to the priest, back to the father, back to the priest. It right. is a priest, right? I don't know. Yes, but I, I think. Someone in the church, I don't know what his, like... And she's telling... She's apologizing to her dad for being horrible, and he's yeah. saying, I forgive you. And it's this whole awakening, and there are rumors that she OD'd... And that's her and going died, to heaven. And that's her going to heaven. Which... Because her father's in heaven. Right. I don't and think so they'd, like, like, kill her off. I don't think they would kill her off either, so that's why I don't think so. And part of me is, like, maybe it's kind of, like symbolic or whatever that she's holding the priest and so she feels mm-hmm. semi close to like religion yeah and like the lord and like and it was kind of like when she was talking to her dad it was like her confessing her sins yeah and you know how when you confess and then the priest says like you're forgiven blah blah blah, blah. right it was obviously her dad is not god i think that that could be like a waking up moment in a way it's right and i think it was interesting because in the very beginning of season two she talks about how she's not a drug addict because of her dad, and that really actually has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. But I think it has a lot more to do with it yeah. than she thinks. She just doesn't want to, like, address it. Mm-hmm. And I think this, that scene, clearly she feels indebted and horrible to mm-hmm. her father, and she clearly tells him that, so yeah. I think that plays a part in I it, too. I think she and Cal both had, like, huge, huge, like, okay, we both have problems and we're breaking right. down. Very separately. Yeah. But, like... I think Cal's more freedom letting go mm-hmm. and then rue was a lot more just collapsing yeah and all of it come crashing down yeah i think she was clearly like collapsing and there are still rumors that it was like a death but i'm like yeah there's no way like even though like the story plot would like make sense but like if you're thinking logistically like this is episode four they're not going to kill off the main character right so i have hope that like that it's not i bad. hope they don't but yeah if i they think did. it was like she's hugging the priest and like through the priest she's like either hallucinating or like seeing yeah like heaven and the lord and like what like where she could end up right and like and apologizing to her dad maybe she felt like she needed her father's forgiveness to get clean yeah that could be like a maybe that's too. something i don't know but i do think the whole heaven idea isn't maybe that is just her heaven is being with him maybe it's yeah. not real he- like there's just so much with there's it. so many different little like, but i think the like religious aspect of it is very cool yeah i agree i think that and also, just the way that they filmed it was, like, um, they filmed amazing. So well. Like, the... I will, like, give Euphoria in general that, like, it is so hard to watch, and it's so, like, eye-opening. But, like, the beautifully way, filmed. It's, a, it's, like, an art. Like, it's gorgeous. And no TV show is that, like, beautiful. Yeah. Those are really only movies, but yeah. they, they did it they really did well. They did it, and they've done it well. Um, okay. So, I think we've kind of, like, gone in-depth on all the characters. Yeah. But... So what do we think is going to happen this Sunday? Oh my god, I See, don't even episode know. Episode 5. Like, I can't even predict it because every time I do, I'm wrong by so yeah. much. 
Um, who? Okay, so even if we're not like predicting it, like who do we want to see more from? I hope we see Fez and Lexi more. I agree. I hope we see Cassie getting herself together and having like a strong woman moment. Agree. And I hope we see more of like Cal. I don't know, being genuine. I hope that we also see Marsha, like... Same. Leave Cal. Or, like, get Cal in therapy. Or, like, do something. She needs because, to like, do something. She doesn't need that. No. And, like, I I just hope that, like... Well, for, I also just hope that we, like, see Rue. Like, I hope that, like, that I was hope not, we see like, her get scene. good. And I hope that we see... I hope that that was, like, a realization for her. Same. And not her being dead. Yeah. And I also hope that, like... Um, oh my God, this feels like, like a prayer for all of them. I know, I'm like, dear Lord. <laughs> I'm like, dear Lord, keep please, her alive. Please keep her alive. <laughs> um, but I hope that Fez or whoever helps her out of her re-ups, like, the next month. Like, yeah, that she oh, I hope that doesn't get out bad for her. Because that is, like, a disaster waiting to happen. Or maybe Ali will step in oh, and try and help her. That I could can be something that. cool. Um... Possibly. I hope we see more of Kat, too. I think we haven't seen her that much. We haven't seen a lot of Kat. And her episode last season was really good, so... Yeah. So, I don't really know what to come of Kat. I feel like the next we will see from her will be something to do with her relationship with Nathan. Yeah, like, I don't think it'll be that they break up yeah. or that they don't. Are or still like, unhappy, right. Are still unhappy. Like, it'll have to do with Nathan, probably. Totally. Um. Yeah. Oh, I also, there are rumors that, you know, how, like, Maddie and Jules went bowling together? Yeah. That Maddie's going to feel bad because she's getting closer with Jules and tell her about the date. Oh. And Jules going to feel crazy Oh, my God. Because Maddie and Jules, like, literally had, like, a fun, sober night, like, bowling. Yeah. That would be. At least I think it was sober. I a know. great way to carry it out, though. Like, that would be yeah. great. And, like, Maddie ends up telling Jules. I kind of want that to happen. I kind of would rather, I'd rather Maddie like tell Jules than, like, Jules can have, like, Fez blow something up. Yeah, because Fez handles or, things like, irrationally, as we can tell. Yeah, or, like, Maddie finds out about Nate and Cassie. Like, I'd rather, like, Maddie tell Jules and Jules blow it up. And, like, Jules vindicates it for herself. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. And that's basically it. What, the last question that I had is, what love interests are we rooting for? Fez and Lexi. Duh. Why are you hesitating? No, I'm trying to think who I'm... I'm oh. Obviously, I'm rooting for them. No, <laughs> okay. no, no, no. Fez and Lexi all the way. Um, okay, Fez and Lexi. Nate and therapy. Nate and therapy, yes. And I hope Cassie and Maddie have, like, their best friend bond, like, soulmate. Yeah, I hope that Because I doesn't love end. their close friendship. Yeah, I so love I hope that gets better, too. Um, Rue and Jules, like... I don't think I, I really root for them, for them, but I don't really root for them because anymore. Because it's, it's not benefiting either of them. Yeah, like, they're cute but like, like not, not really, really. like they're very i almost think that like i see like rule like rules um <laughs> rules i see ruby happier with elliot and i also see jules be happier with elliot and while that's not good that like no they're both kind of like, going for the same guy it's like they're both clearly happier with someone else than they are each other and like they're not points. doing well with each other yeah and it's not going well nope not at all okay well we hope to see good come from episode five and we will have our next episode breakdown sometime this upcoming week, probably Wednesday. So tune in for that. Um, so yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay.